0: because we, if you look at biblical prophecy on end times and end time events, we're right in it. But I will not, I repeat, I will not put any dates or anything of, light of that nature, I will not throw that out there. And I see from time to time, pastors can't help, even pro- the so-called prophets can't help putting dates, times, times, on events we cannot do that that is not biblical I don't care if you've been in the bible for 25 40 years you know you can't find in the bible it says we predict dates and time now god says be watchful jesus said be watchful that's what i'm doing we need to be watchful of what's going on in our country and this is also for young people here this is this is really design because we're going to be talking about socialism today and uh, so i think it's very important that we really pray and see what god has to say about the events are happening in our world so pray for me now i might be saying things that might make you feel sometimes a little bit uncomfortable but that's okay isn't it we're friends You know, we're not always going to agree agree on everything, but we hope to uh, agree on the principles. That's what we want to look at. Um, So, so we're going to be looking at socialism today, and also a little snapshot. Next Sunday, we're going to be looking at globalism, or we are now in a small world, and how that affects biblical prophecy. We're going to be looking at uh, at Daniel. Be looking. Remember Daniel's dream or I should, Nebuchadnezzar's dream. We're going to be looking at all those kind of things. And then the following Sunday, we're going to be looking at the pandemic. The Bible talks about in Matthew 24, you know, about pestilence and all those kind of things and how this all fits into biblical prophecy. And then the following, the fourth one, if you're ready for this one, and we're going to be talking about the economy. It's in chaos. Am I wrong? It is. And so all sorts of things we're going to be talking about. So some of them might kind of spill over to the other. But uh, just on every one of these subjects, you you could do a seminar on it. You really could. You could talk all day long on one of these subjects. We can't do that, but we'll just see what, what God has in mind. So, Oh, also, before we start, Brittany has a spine issue. And she's going in for, she's had MRIs done on her spine and what have you, and we need to pray for her and pray that as God leads her and the doctors through this journey that she can get some healing. Lord, we just praise you and thank you, and I pray for Brittany right now, Lord. I pray for healing for her, Lord, as she goes through her process with doctors, and I pray that you might use the doctors. But, Lord, we know that you are the great healer, so I pray, Lord, that your healing hand would be upon Brittany right now, Lord. You bless her spine and all the disc, everything else that's going on with her, Lord. Lord, you made her, Lord. So we pray for healing for her, Lord, in every way, shape, or form. Lord, we know that you are the great healer. And Lord, we pray for your mercy upon, upon Brittany right now, in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Watching the troubling news events every night, points us to biblical prophecy relating to the end times and Jesus' glorious return. So this morning, let's look at one critical issue facing our country and our world today. It's socialism, and it is out there. We cannot deny it. It is there, and uh, so that's going to be a first thought is going to be socialism, and we're going to be looking at uh, 2 Timothy 3.1. Only one verse here at the beginning because it is so it is so interesting. Timothy says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. Notice the first three words, mark this. That's my translation. It reminds us of some kind of a military announcement. Now hear this, now hear this, now hear this. The writer is trying to get our attention. And then in the last days... We will experience what extremely difficult times. Jesus says, "Be watchful, be watchful." Before that, for that, and we know, we know that through the years, through the centuries, we've had, we've had manifestations. We've had interesting things that happens in our world. We say, "Could this be the end? Could this be the end?" That has happened throughout recorded history. All Jesus said was. Be watchful of the times. And the times are here. The end times are here. That could be 3,000 years from now, hear what I'm saying, but they are here. And we're getting closer and closer and closer to that day of Jesus' glorious return. Amen? So we are in difficult times. I believe that the threat of socialism is one. Socialism... How can we define it? It's a society where, where its economy, its production, its distribution of goods, its education, everything will go under the control of a one system government, a small group of people. They will control it. That is the goal of, of socialism. Socialism be governed with one absolute authority over the affairs of the people. That's where they want to go. Its goal is control and overthrow capitalism. That's the only way I can put it. That's the goal. And it starts gradually and gradually and builds and builds and builds. But I believe that's where we are at today. The characteristics of these leaders are a quest for greed, violence, corruption, and this insatiable desire for power that leads to dictatorship. This leads us to number two. We have five points. Threads of socialism in America. Let's look at Matthew 24, verses 37 through 39. Jesus said, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, Up to the day, Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus talked about the days of Noah. What are the days of Noah? Well, let's look at Genesis 6, 5 explains it. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on this earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was was only evil in all the time all the time. The people had become so corrupt and filled with violence and arrogance that they failed to grasp what was going on at the time. They were a hot mess. When you stop and think about it, how many people went into that ark. The rest of them were wiped out. So they blew Noah off, his warnings off, until it was too late. Judgment came. And I believe, I believe, the same indifference to God's warnings are happening today. Think about this. They say, and it changes almost by week, 43% of Americans favor socialism. 43% today, 2021 that has escalated like you would not believe. and you ready for this? Young people. I see some young people out here that socialism uh, our American young people favor socialism by almost sixty one percent from eighteen to twenty four, then you, then it kind of you know breaks down and also. More and more young people favor they favor abolishing the police. How stupid can we be? Stop and think about that. Some of these no I know I know some of these uh, people that uh, make all these decisions, they throw these things out. And you have to ask yourself, you know, uh, would you like to have the, uh, the police abolished in your neighborhood, in your city? I don't think so. But it's out there. It's out there. And socialism keeps rearing its ugly head in spite of its colossal failures. Friends, get on the internet, do your history books or whatever it is, remember from your history, whatever. Has it ever succeeded? Never. It has never succeeded. So why, why? We're going to be talking about that a little bit today. Why are people so infatuated by socialism? So, could it be, I'm just saying, I'm filling this out. Could it be, could it be possible that this socialistic political agenda would be the catalyst for the Antichrist? I'm just saying, Think about that. Perhaps it's because, you know, socialism, the government seeks a one-world government system. That's the goal. One-world government system. Do you see what's going on in our society today, in our country? We are the movers and the shakers, United States. We're it. We're the one. It's kind of like in the United States, when, when, when fads or trends come, where do they start? Using California. Then it's like a ripple effect. Then it goes it spreads across our land. We are the shakers of the world. We are it. So these trends, all these things influence other countries. So we're it. Does that make any sense to you? No booze yet, so I guess we're good. And also this one world government system fits the narrative of in time prophecy. It just does revelation 137 and 8 he the antichrist was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them and he was given authority over every tribe people language and nation all the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast all whose names have, have listen to this all whose names have not been written in the book of life Belonging to the Lamb that was slain for the creation of the world. I just want to say something. We have nothing to worry about. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You know, why is it that Christians, real Christians that are born again, understand what's going on in our world today? Why is that? You know, I've talked with Jan about this. We have some friends that are highly educated that are just so hardened with these lies. I'm saying to myself, these are very smart people, but very dumb when it comes to what's going on in our world today. They don't see it as in the days of Noah. They were blindsided. They just didn't see it because they didn't want to see it. And that's what's happening today. I really firmly believe that with all my heart. Revelation 12.9 talks about uh, the Antichrist being backed by Satan. If you look at uh, Revelation 13.14, the false prophet will deceive those non believers on this earth. Of course, the Bible warns us of such deception. Colossians 2.8, See to it that no one takes you captive through a and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. In the last days, Satan will lead, seek to lead people astray through false, empty philosophies. I believe this false, uh, socialistic ideology poses a great threat to our country's freedom, our faith, and really, our prosperity principles. Would you agree? They are a threat. Number three, socialist beginnings and influences. Ephesians six twelve. For a struggle is not against flood, f- flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The roots of socialism are found in, in a God- Christian hater Karl Marx. You ever read the writings of Karl Marx? You know, taking philosophy in college, we, I had Karl Marx up to here. And I remember even back, way back when, uh, you know, I think I shared this with you. A buddy of mine, he could not understand why we're studying these weirdos. I said, because maybe one day that somebody's going to come, you know, in your church, you want to be a pastor and want to talk about these weirdos. You need to have some understanding of what's going on, how they think. Karl Marx is a bad dude. He is bad. He danced with the devil. He hated Christianity. He hated God. So his, his thoughts are pure evil. He is brilliant in mind, but that was about it he lacked everything else karl marx he was called back in those days he was the man and paul reminds us we do not we do not fight against flesh and blood but against evil rulers and authorities over this dark world such as the likes of a karl marx and those who followed him the socialists there's a list of them how about lenin from russia a socialist a marxist follower what happened there? Millions of people died. Millions of people under Stalin and Lenin. Dictators, dictators, dictators. They started out as socialists. That led to being a dictator. You know? So we did. How about Castro in Cuba? How did that work out? Dictator. How about the guy from what, uh, Venezuela, uh, uh, Hugo? Uh, was it Chavez? Is, that your problem? Is it Chavez? Okay. Same thing. Dictator. He died in prison of cancer. Huh? We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. But so we're all these people who have are, are followers of this garbage, I call it. Socialism breeds division, disaster, and pits the elite against the common. That's the goal. It's the proletariat and the bourgeoisie, you know. The bourgeoisie are the elite. The proletarians are us. They're the, we're the common people, and they are at odds with each other. Don't let anybody, young people, tell you differently. Socialism wants to step on you and put you down and keep you down. That's what it does. It is so corrupt so that just a group, small group of people run the show And make the dough. That's what it is in its pure and simple form. That's deception. That is deception that God wants us to see and understand. I feel like maybe I'm speaking to the choir, but we need to hear this. We need to understand. We need to be active for Christ. We need to be letting other people know about these things and not be deceived ourselves, amen and amen. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three. do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. We have witnessed in recent months the defacing and removal of statues and other historical monuments across our land. These are directed attacks for the purpose of erasing parts of our history. Think about that. Socialism denies, wants to deny the old history and affirm the new, representing their particular self-interest. That's what they do. And we're seeing this played out in our country, haven't we? You know, look what's going on. We watch television. We see all this. I can't believe it just blows my mind that we see people that I don't know. I don't know if this part of it, Mike. I'm going on a rabbit trail here, but it's just, this thought just came to my head. I think of um, um, that coach that just resigned. Back, I think, ten years ago, he made some racist remarks. Where are we going? What did Jesus say about sinners? You know? Are you, are you ready to throw the stone? Are any of us perfect? I'm not affirming what he said. I'm a sinner. I said things in my locker room when I was in high school that if you heard them, you'd say, oh, my goodness. Let's run this guy out of here really we have gone satan has taken this country so far in the wrong direction that we can't there's no grace there's zero grace you know and then if i if i if somebody walked in I'll, you know or whatever a politician whatever say this guy is affirming that that john gruden that coach so i'm a racist i'm a racist because that man deserves grace and forgiveness if he wants it? Who am I to say? Who am I to judge him? Who are you to judge him? That's between God and that person. Amen? All right. Well, I get good, strong amens there. And so uh, we just need to, I know that you understand this, but it should boil us. It should really get us revved up and ready to serve the Lord and say, God, you have called us to do something special in this time. This is our time. This is it. God has called us for this moment. What are we going to do with it? That's what he wants to know. What are we going to do with it? Number four, defunding law enforcement. This really boils me. Now, I don't know about you, but it really does. It's Romans 13, 3 and 4. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and he will commend you, for he is God's servant to do you good. But if you do wrong... Be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is God's servant and the agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Having and maintaining law and order is God-ordained. If we are to live in a healthy and safe environment, we need law and order. It's just a fact. If we don't have law and order, we're going to kill each other. Why in the world would we want to defund the police? If you're in that camp, I'm sorry, but I got to tell it the way I feel that what God is laying upon my heart. Do you want that? Do you want that? When's the last time that we approached, approached a police officer and said, "Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service." They need to be thanked for what they do. Amen. They need to be thankful for what they do. Verse 4, be afraid for he does not bear the sword for nothing. Paul was talking about using force if necessary to to deter those intent on doing evil. Look what is happening today. The progressives are the first to criticize and defund police. Look what's happening in Portland and other places still today. It's still alive. Lawlessness is going all across our land. Now, people will say, Well, look what's happened in Chicago, this has been happening for years. Yes, it's been happening for years and years and years. But come on. This is insane what's going on. And we call this right thing to do. I don't get it. I don't I don't understand, you know, I don't understand all of this. You know, as a result we have seen um, dramatic increase of violent crime across our land. Our nation, and how about this one? Let the offender go. He's in prison or in jail, let him go. How many times, how has that worked? We've heard of cases, reports of they're let out of prison, jail, and they kill someone. Or how about pushing someone in front of a train or whatever? What do they get for it? Who's letting them go? Who's responsible for this? Who's planning all of this? I can tell you who's at the center of it is Satan. He's duping people. That's what he's doing. And people are buying into it. They're buying into the lie. And we are, again, we are the United States. People say we're the greatest country in the world. Yes, in many ways we are. But we are the rippling effect. It's going to spread from here, other places and other places, You watch, it will. If we continue on this track, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we are doomed for a really, really rocky, rocky time. It's interesting. I know uh, Kathy did uh, a while back, maybe a year or so ago, on Revelation. But just for your own tinkering around with the Bible, take a look at about end times. Look at for end time prophecy, how it it relates you to the United States. The Western culture. You might be very, very surprised. What would you find out? Okay, everybody's saying, boy, this is really getting hard, hard, hard. Where's the good stuff? Where's the, where's the joy coming from? You don't know, realize that more police officers are taking early retirement and new, get this new police recruitment is down in record numbers. Who would want to be a policeman? Who would want to be, especially, you know, we're in Yorkville or Sugar Grove or wherever you are, DeKalb, whatever. It doesn't seem to be a big problem in these little communities, but these larger cities, it seems to be that's where it's really, it's really affecting people. See, I'm just hitting, just very, I'm just tapping very lightly on what socialism does, but just to give us an idea of what is going on in our land, as you know. Number five, the lure of socialism Colossians 3, 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. Paul says we honor Christ by putting our hearts into our work. God values and blesses hard work. In 2013, many celebrated, listen to this, many celebrated socialism in Venezuela And in fact, so many so-called celebrities, they went so far to say, hey, that should be a model for the United States. Look at how well it's working. Look at how well it's working. 2016, what happened? It pancaked. Socialism just collapsed. Just like that. It was over. And today... I don't know what the percentages are, but so many are starving over there and eating out of garbage cans. Initially, socialism seems so attractive. Why? What is the attraction? What is the attraction today for socialism? Government entitlements. Government entitlements. Hey, free education. Sounds good, doesn't it? How about free education? Do no, I have to pay a bill after a graduate? Whatever, free this, free that, free, 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 free. That's all it—free stuff. And then we hear, hmm, watch it, Denny. But we hear it's not going to cost us a dime when we go into debt for three point five, four trillion dollars. That plus, then it's not going to cost it. That's that's insane. It really isn't it. It is insane. I don't care if you're Republican or a Democrat. If just be a thinker and think that through. That is absolutely insane. And we say that our economy is, is on the rise or whatever. We're seeing empty shelves. You know, I'm ticked off. You know why? Because Jan was going, went out yesterday to call uh, calls to buy me a pair of dress shoes. And she said, the shelves aren't empty. There are three pairs. I said, "That's it. I'm really going to hammer this socialism. That's for sure." But see, my point it is, it's here. It's real. It's real. What's it going to look like in another? I can't believe. I just can't believe that every month there's another new challenge. Every week, it changes. We are ev- We are changing, and Satan's in there. In, in just a period of months, we have gone so far in the wrong direction in so many areas. Socialism, free, free, free. What it does, it stifles our creativity. It really does. Stop and think about it. And we've had pockets of socialism in our own uh, world, in our own country, in businesses. I know a, a doctor. I know him very well. He was an anesthesiologist of the most uh, sought-after heart team in Rockford, at Rockford St. Anthony. And what they did is they had like eight or nine surgeons, something like that. And what they did, and every, every heart surgeon, they had their own staff. And what they do is they decided to take all the resources and pull it into one. How is that going to work? other words, let's say this over here, we're all doctors here in the same place, and we're all getting the same money. Let's say Mike, he's doing 80%, and this team doing 80% of the surgeries, and he's getting the same as Jan over here, and they're doing maybe 10% of the surgery, but they're getting the same amount of money. What's wrong with that picture? So my doctor friend and their group of them—they pulled out. They said this isn't right. We're doing majority of the of the of the surgeries here, and we're getting the same money. He said, "I'm not trying to be greedy, but he said, but it is what it is. What's fair is fair. So we are getting—they're getting the same money we are. So they pulled out. Hello, I would too. What's right is right. So. Socialism. You know, is it here? I'm just saying this. I'm fighting for Jan on this one here. Jan and her, a bunch of her friends, after swimming, were going for coffee and, and donuts at Panera or whatever it was. So lo and behold, they get there. It was closed. Why? No help. No help. You see, we are seeing what it does already on these little areas, and people really want this. Hello, do you really want this? This is how people feel come Christmas time. How families feel? I think the good news. The good news is, well, good news. There isn't one perfect government. We know that, and socialism in my in my world. Is right at the bottom of the list. Right at the bottom. But one thing we know, one thing we know the Bible says, do not fear. Do not fear. The church will never, ever, ever be destroyed. And Jesus Christ will reign forever and ever and ever. So we have the good news. We have the good news, the good news that this, our society needs to hear. Even if they don't want to hear it, give them the good news, then walk away. But give them the good news. We win. We will win no matter how bad it gets as believers in Jesus Christ. We will win because of Jesus. Amen and amen. Lord, we praise you and thank you so much. I thank you, Lord. I just want to pray before the, uh, our worship team uh, will sing the last uh, song. But I just wanted to pray, Lord, and thank you that you are the greatest, Jesus. And Lord, these are troubling times we lived in, we live in. I think of what's happening in, in these uh, series, Lord, things we need to look at and be aware of, Lord. But Lord, help us to be mindful and be watchful. of the events that are taking place in our world, in our society, in our country. Lord, you called us to be activists. You've called us to proclaim this good news a troubling and dark world, that we are called to be the light. So, Lord, help us to be the light in our world, in our neighborhoods, in our lives, individually, Lord. And for our young people, for them to be, the, be a light for where they're at. And Lord, give them discernment. Give them conviction through the anointing of your Holy Spirit to see the lies and deception that is taking place right now as I speak. Lord, we know that we're not perfect, but we know we're saved. So, Lord, help us to proclaim your mercy to a hurting, hurting, and deceived generation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.